think the uh, the Zelda thing came out today. The DLC, it's tomorrow. Oh. What is that? What's in that? Um, like the hard mode, new game plus thing. Uh, a trial dungeon thing, like they did in uh, uh, Twilight Princess, and then a bunch of new costumes and masks and stuff. Mm. Okay. Oh, and you get that thing that shows you everywhere you've been in the last 200 hours. A map? Well, no, but like it draws <laughs> lines. And ah, the lines. So Indiana see Jones like, map. Yeah, so you actually be like, oh, i actually never been to that spot. Well, which I'm very oh, excited right. to see. I think that's cheating. You guys are cheating now. Just like with your amiibos. Using an amiibo, get 500 guardian arrows. All right, those not happen. Dirty actually. cheater. Or I actually have gotten no guardian arrows. With Boo. That June 29, 2017. This is Mike Minotti, joined by my brother AJ. Yo! How's it going? Good. That's good. Is it really going good or are you just saying that? I'm just saying that. <laughs> You're dead on the inside? Pretty much. Alright, so <laughs> now that we got that established. Um, I did that thing yesterday where like I went through the entire morning thinking it was Thursday, which meant I was like one day away I from thought, Friday. I thought it was Thursday too yesterday. Oh, it must have been like a weird Minotti thing. No. I wonder if Chris thought no. that. Yesterday must have actually been Thursday. Is it Friday? <laughs> yes. We're not going to work tomorrow. Yeah. Say something. Uh, well, it's just my opinion that it's actually Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Opinions are valid. Yeah. All right. So I uh, just reviewed the uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. And I also kind of on a whim have been replaying Super Mario 64. So we're going to kind of do a late 90s 3D platformer kind of a show, I think. All right. Which will, which I think will be fun. Uh, I start, start, kind of started with Crash because that's kind of the, the thing, and it just came out, and I got to play through it. It's interesting because, you know, I've been on my retro gaming kick. I got my old systems. I actually played through Crash 1 and half of Crash 2, mm-hmm. like the originals, like a, a month or two ago. So not too long ago. Right, hold up. I think they hold up. I, I, I always tend to be more like lenient on how things hold up than other people. Those games but, are always, so what was always part of why I didn't get into Crash. It wasn't the game's fault. It's it's only crime was not being Mario. Well, because Mario sixty four is like not it was at first, but it was like these big open three D spaces. You had an analog stick for three hundred sixty degrees movement, and yeah, like Crash, you can move in any direction, but the levels were lines. Right, and well, that's kind of the interesting thing, because that's why I think I actually like Crash more now than I did back then. Yeah, I feel like now it's like a kind of novel, cool thing. Well, Crash Bandicoot is almost what you would expect the first major 3D platformer to look like. Uh-huh. Uh, a little bit of dimensionality, but still more or less still, you're moving in two directions. More or less, there's a start and a finish. Yeah, you're kind of, yeah, exactly. There's like a main direction you're heading to, but you have like a s- short Z plane that you can kind of like zigzag between and it has like it even has all levels that are just straight up 2d platformers mm-hmm. way more so and it like that 2d platforming is simple it's jumping you spin to attack things um 
you know that but like now that it's just like yeah it's just a fun platform where you don't like worry about like look Mario 64 is better and it's different <laughs> you gotta do a better job of taking it as his own thing right but i mean even still i mean let's not diminish crash bandicoot because they are very well made platformers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's naughty dog you know, <laughs> they know what they're doing and they all even back before that this graphical update they, they always looked kind of neat like with mm-hmm. like they, they had, they're very they, lush feeling right exactly they are lush like the levels kind of have a lot of things in them like you know they're places to one details but there's lots of things there like you actually feel like you're in those kind of aztec jungles uh, stuff like that. Like, the character is animated, and he kind of looks like a cartoon. Like, the Crash Bandicoot model is more impressive than the Mario 64 mm-hmm. character model, right? Very expressive. Yeah, yeah, he is expressive for, you know, 1996 or whatever when this that thing came out. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. You know, they're, they're, they're just fun games. And, I mean, they work, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the they're, remaster. They're, and they're hard, which is kind of nice, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the remaster, mm-hmm. is it like... A one for one kind of deal, just new graphics. Not exactly one for one, pretty much. Like there's, they made like the bonus stages more forgiving, I think, mm-hmm. where you can kind of try them over and over again. Now, I believe, I might be wrong about that, um, but pretty much one for one. There's not like any new like kind of. It's not like, like what's an example of a game that they remade? Kind of. It's not like what they're gonna do with Final Fantasy VII, you know? Where they're mm-hmm. talking about. Or even like Ratchet and Clank, where you're like they they tweak that up a bit. Oh, that was like a completely different game. Almost. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. That was like kind of re- that was more of a redo than a. Re- yeah, this is a remake, um, mm-hmm. which is actually and it's actually really nice to kind of just have like that exact game, but it looks really nice. I mean, the redone graphics are beautiful. They uh, they really. I mean, it looks like it's kind of it's, it's just like it's kind of like looks as good as like that Ratchet and Clank game, and now it's like Crash Bandicoot. Except we've never really seen Crash like look even remotely this good before, right. so it's kind of a novelty. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I, I really enjoy playing them. Like, they are simple. Penny's, like, barking at herself. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they are simple, but they're, they're still, like, you know, like, there's, there's levels that kind of introduce those, like, new elements. Like, the when you're running away from the boulder or you're on a hog. <laughs> running toward the screen was always fun. Yeah. Going back to, like, the Lion King game with yeah. the Snippy. It's like, whoa, it's like, coming at me. And the sequels get, like, even more kind of, like, crazy. Like, there's, like, a level where you're on a wave runner all of a sudden or a motorcycle and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. It is cool to kind of have the trilogy there because they are all pretty similar, but you do see these like little progressions and, and mm-hmm. things. like the bosses are the one thing that kind of get a lot better as the series oh, sure. goes along. Uh, stuff like that. But yeah, I, mean, I, I have really enjoyed playing through these again. I think there's, I think because they are simple, it's it's kind of like going back and playing like you know the 2D Mario games. Like there's a classicness and kind of an agelessness to that kind of game. You know the platformer. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. fine, and you know be, and it's all because it's like there are a lot of those games probably back then that have not age as well like this has probably maybe even aged better than spyro i haven't played spyro in a long oh, time i'd like to see that remade actually you you know what my biggest pet peeve with spyro yeah. was yeah well that that's one of the first ones where everyone was just kind of talking to you too much but no but you know what the actual... yeah yeah i know go ahead you can tell them okay because like you free all these dragons and like every dragon is like Thank you for saving me, Spyro. You may ask me one question and only one question, like so choose wisely. And every time, he's like, what's the secret to finally melting metal? You can't. <laughs> Bash it with your head. That should do the trick. He asks, like, every dragon how he can melt metal. It's like, bro. You can't do it. You just can't. You just can't. <laughs> We've been fine. We're three quarters of the way through this game. We're fine. There's, we don't need to worry about like, Spyro's it. Spyro's interesting because that's much more of, like, the, all right, here's, like, our Mario 64 style kind of a of an mm-hmm. open, uh, worldy kind of a thing. So let, let, let's let's open up the discussion. A lot of those games, like Spyro, 
um, Bubsy 3D, oh, God, if we want to bring it in. 3D. Do it, we? They, they lacked a sense of momentum, if that makes sense. So, like, what made Mario... Are you saying they lacked Mario physics? Well, basically, yes. And I don't quite remember it being as bad in Crash, but, like... When Mario jumped, it felt like there was like a wind up into the jump and then a push and then you landed and you skid a little bit. When you played it, all those other games, it felt like when you pushed the jump button, it just like like you just hopped over. Like like it was just like a can animation. You still control it in midair, but I, I think what you're saying there, yeah, I know what you mean a little bit more. It's not like Castlevania where that's kind of the classic yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, not like that, but where like, like you're committed to the jump. It was it, it there was it's no more rigid. there was no change in speed. Throughout well, the course, yeah, of them, Crash Bandicoot's yeah. kind of like this too, where the the movements are kind of way more precise. Like you you push up, and you can probably count the frames, and then he'll go up until you let go. Whereas Mario does kind of have a little bit of a wind up and a, like a, a, a kind of a stopping thing. Mm-hmm. They even kind of lessen that a bit in some of the sequels compared to sixty four. Um, like 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 the way Mario pivots even is different. Like you know if you going up in Crash Bandicoot and then you push it down you go down immediately yeah Mario, that's the other one Mario like actually stopped and turned which well, Mario always like, felt better Mario like a bit yeah exactly yeah. and then you can like push yeah well yeah. and uh, that's kind of get, that's like the insane thing about Mario 64 replaying this now like this, the game is still more fun than 99.999% of other video games right just because like I mean you have the platforming and the puzzles and the openness of it but just like the basic moving of Mario in the, the 3D games you just got it right it's just so much right fun because like you're always just you're always like zipping or like jumping or do like oh i could do the double jump here and the wall jump here and like the side jump and the long there's so many different moves in that one game it's Mm -hmm, crazy mm -hmm. um yeah i I could just still go and like i'm kind of like oh i never got 120 stars so now i can finally do that this time and it's like this fun little challenge of going back all those games kind of have that thing even the crash games they have to kind of get all the boxes thing Mm -hmm. so you can go back and you get 100 in in all that jazz it's weird because like it's like, maybe it's just because of the newest one I played. I always said Mario Galaxy is like, or Galaxy 2 is like my favorite Mario game. It's like, maybe it is Mario 64. Maybe if I played Galaxy again, it would be. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Mario 64 is just so, it's just so good. It's just so crazy that that was like, basically the first major one. Like the first, it's like the first major game to have like an independent camera, right? The mm-hmm. first like 3D platformer was an absolute shit, right? Like we had our things like uh was there Bubsy. any what was before mario Bubsy came out before it did it Bubsy yeah. 3d yeah Bubsy oh. 3d had tank controls because like no yeah one that's like, right like, why not i guess well how else are you gonna ha- how else are you gonna solve the camera problem i guess especially on a playstation one controller where you don't have two analog sticks you have to have tank controls if you want yeah even like god you think like the original tomb raider and everyone's like oh it's a classic it's, it's, it's not a fun game to play <laughs> Remember, like, It'd be hard to kind of go back to Tomb Raider, and that like, kind of is a platforming. Remember the game. way you had to line up your jumps, you had to walk to the edge and then hop back. So you moved like because there was like like an, an invisible grid layer. See, remember, like that's how you like lined up jumps. I never even played much of those games when they were a thing. I would always play like that. I would I, whenever I played those games, I would literally just do the thing where you ran around uh, Laura's mansion. Yeah, that was the game to me. Yeah, because like I wouldn't, I could, I could make all the mistakes because it was like hard to control and I wouldn't die. So, I'm trying to think, like, what are some other weird 90s platform games that existed? Do you, do you count Jumping Flash and Jumping Flash Jumping Flash, too? I do! And that was actually the way to do 3D platforming on, like, early PlayStation Especially 1. with tank controls and With tank controls and all that stuff. Because it is first person. I, I, think, I think without Jumping Flash, you don't get Metroid Prime. 
Yeah, no, it varies. They, it's very they, similar. They, the they, 90s. I mean, that game compensated for difficulty doing it by just having you jump really high, and it was very floaty. Right, and it's, but, but it but did it, the same exact thing that Metroid Prime did. Where you jumped and you looked down a little bit. Right, exactly. Yeah. No, the controls are actually like very similar between those two games, which is uh, funny. It is weird to play like Metroid Prime now, where like on the when you even when you play the Wii one, it's much more of like a twin stick shooter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Metroid Prime Four is going to uh, just straight up be a twin stick, you know. Modern day right. FPS. What about what about the the rare three D platformers, the Banjo Kazooies and the Conquer? To stuff? me, that like I always feel like a hypocrite. I'm sure I like them fine, but I feel like they don't hold up as well because they were such collectathons. No, I played Banjo Kazooie pretty much like I played it before. The first, I played through it for the first time when the rare replay came out, and I did have fun with it. Mm. I don't think I still don't like. I, I guess my basic point is the same it used to be back then. We were even saying this with Crash. But these games are so much more comparable. Is that it's just not as good as Mario sixty four. Yeah, so, that's part of the problem. Because it's the same kind of like go around, collect the things, solve these kind of puzzles and platform. But you don't have nearly as many movement tools as Mario. Right? You don't have. That's like, not, I mean, Banjo Kazooie had a ton. He had a lot, but not not quite as many. I, I, it's you not, well, well it, not having like a wall jump specifically is the big deal. I, th- I think the thing was what Mario got right is like I th- always found uses for those tools, and part of it was because because again they were a little bit more physically based. I felt like I could use them, in, like or maybe I wasn't, but it's that trick. Oh, I bet they didn't mean for me to get up here this way. Mm-hmm. Ha ha! Oh, that's what it is. Always fun. And Even in uh, Odyssey, when I was playing that, I was kind of doing some of that. Right. Stuff. And I great. feel. I feel like like Banjo Kazooie again. It just had like a rigidity that it never felt like I was breaking anything. If that makes sense. Oh uh, yeah, that makes some sense. Yeah, Donkey Kong sixty four is very similar to Banjo. I mean, it was rare as well. So right, very it similar. Had, it had that similar kind of feel. Right, and they're they're good. Um, and I know people. A lot of people like the quirkiness of those games a bit. Um, you know that that that's fine. Doesn't mm-hmm. do a, a whole lot. For you know, me. A game I liked. What that is? I feel like people don't talk about it enough. Blasto. Blasto. Remember wow. Blasto. Remember Blasto. Blasto. Was Hartman. Great. It was okay. I think. I think, I think Blasto. You're probably right, but still, I love Blasto. We talk about games like, like I, I kind of get upset when people are like, "Oh, the, the Crash Bandicoot games haven't aged that well." I'm like they've aged fine. Blasto's probably not aged all that well. Mm. Uh, you know what's so weird to me is you have this conversation and there's just nowhere to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, they, what are you going to talk they, about? They, Sonic 3D Blast? Kind of bad. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Just Sonic just missed like that whole what kind of that weird 3D level in the Sonic Jam collection. Yeah, like, even Sonic Extreme wasn't as 3D as we thought it was supposed to be. Uh, you think that's gonna ever get? Now that we're getting Star Fox too, maybe Sonic Extreme someday. <laughs> Sonic the Sega Saturn Classic. There you uh, go. Get that Saturn. I don't think they got out. quite as far on that game. Oh, but remember Bug. Bug, kind of a three D pla- Yeah, technically a three D platformer. And you had Knights, which kind of a three D. Pl- Saturn had a lot of kind of three D. You platformers. know what? Knights is one of those games that I'm disappointed how much I don't like it when I go back. Yeah, really. I still kind of like it. Was, it. It was so amazing, and I like. Yeah, they did. They finally did that HD remaster I wanted all these years. I played. I was like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you know what the, the Nintendo 64 kind of platformers and they're not super plat, they're, they're kind of 3D platformers the other one more than the other was the Bomberman games on Nintendo 64 oh yeah, yeah. wow those were good specifically Bomberman now Bomberman 64 might have actually been the slightly better one but Bomberman Hero was really good and that one like Bomberman can jump and it was yeah. way more of just like an actual action platformer game there's Chameleon Twitch. Chameleon Twist was I don't think anyone else remembers. And you have like oh, a, I vaguely remember. You have a lot of these like third tier was like Glover. Remember Glover? Glover. Glover. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I kept wanting to like Glover. I kept renting that game. Like, no, this time Glover's gonna be cool. 
it wasn't cool. It That's was never funny. cool. That's funny. Right. Yeah, were there any other ones for the Saturn? Like, Saturn just, like, didn't get, like, tri- like straight-up 3D platformers. Really. I mean, you had, like, the Tomb Raider games on it. Like, again, the closest you kind of got was Knights and Bug. And Bug was, like, it was like a tile game, basically. It went up, down, left, right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, technically, that's 3D, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's, kinda, it's weird, because... Super Odyssey 4 is obviously still the best one out of Oh, no, 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 but no doubt. But I think the Crash series is is right after that, it's, it's, yeah. it's in these eras uh, kind of thing. And it's different, and I think it's because it is neat to kind of have one that skews a bit more to, like, the classic sense. You know, it's not a collect-a-thon. It is, you know, star A to B. Guy. Right. Yeah. And you can't dismiss that. I mean, the Mario, the three Mario games went back to that at some point, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, one's not necessarily better or worse than the other. It just depends on you design your game. Right. I mean, the one is... The reason why I'm excited about Mario Odyssey being that kind of thing again, it's not because I don't know if I like that more or less than the other ones, but the last few ones have been A to B, so it's like, yeah, let's do one of those again. That's mm-hmm. neat. Open, yeah. Right. But yeah, at the same time, it's like, yeah, like Crash Bandicoot did its thing, and it was a kind of a more traditional platformer thing, just with kind of a 3D twist. It's also one of the first games to do the thing where I really like, and again, even Mario Odyssey does that, where it transitions from 3D sections to 2D sections. I've always liked that gimmick. Mario does it a bit differently, I would say. Yeah, a little bit. Well, like Galaxy did that a lot, and it was a bit, it was much more literal. Mm. And then it literally turned two D and uh, and what have you. But and, and again, I have to say, like these these remasters look really good. I think they're great for forty bucks. I think these are these are three really good games that hold up if you like platformers at all. I mean, I know the genre is like a little bit out of favor. It, it's weird how few of these we have anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, we had, like, the Ratchet and Clank remaster. Like, like, yeah, we had, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the only notable ones we really had have been, you know, whenever a Mario game decides to come out. And even Nintendo doesn't make any other 3D platformers outside of Mario anymore. Yeah. Which I always kind of find to be a little sad. Uh, so, you, you know, you have that. You'll have, like, the Ratchet and Clank game, which th- those are good. They're fun. They're also kind of shooters in a way. Right. Uh, and, you know, that's about it. So, yeah, I think people should, should try these. And yeah, I... I I kind of want to route. They're, they're getting decent Metacritic. It's like a Metacritic at eighty one, but I kind of I think it's I don't know. It's like I gave it a ninety. I'm like, no, this is great. These are run really well. If uh, if any, if other games got this treatment, it would it, it would be fantastic. Like remade this well because so many times when you remake when you remake the game, you kind of make it worse. Like the Final Fantasy six on mobile mm. and PC, like that. <clears throat> so. I would like to see other things given it. Like, I wish the Final Fantasy VII remake would be like this. I'm not just like, we're making a different game, basically. Yeah, right. So weird. Mm. It's just, uh, that's a different conversation. So, let's go even more retro. Let's let's talk about the SNES Classic. Oh, right. We haven't talked about that with you. Yeah, that, like, just dropped this week. So, uh, we all knew it was coming, right? We just I, I didn't expect to hear about it this soon. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it is... I expect they'd hear about it eventually, but I didn't know. I thought either E3 or we would have to wait longer, and then they kind of just dropped it. Well, it comes out in September. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And it, I mean, so it's a three month in advance announcement, which is like, because I can't remember the exact time with the NES Classic. How quick was it from announcement pretty to release? Pretty quick. Right. So. This is pretty quick, too. So obviously, the concern everyone has is right. how will I get one? We don't know. In Europe and in, in, uh, Australia, they've opened up pre-orders. I actually pre-ordered a European one off Amazon UK. Well, just in just case. In case. <laughs> it looks um, different, though. It's no good. I like that look, though. It's kind of nice. Oh, no. Give me that. I mean, yeah. I, I, my, if I had my druthers, I'll have the one that we grew up with as kids. Mm. Um, 
But it's it, it's like I mean you have to assume they announced this three months in advance so they could do pre-orders. They're not just going to release this one day mm-hmm. and be like, oh, good luck. You should be in the press and uh, get a, a oh, pre-order. Aren't like, you man, cool? Aren't man. you cool? Um, I mean, you know, who does, right? Uh, we, we can criticize them if they don't do it then or not. We can just speculate if there's going to be enough of them. You would hope there won't be much of an excuse this time. Right. Oh, we just want to make a limited number for our fans. Like, I, I, I hate that argument. Because, I hate like, that, do, I hate, do they not know these all go on eBay? I, I hate that they treat it like a niche product because it's not a niche It's not. It's just and not. That, that's their, that is their wording. Like, they're... They, they talked about it with somebody like, well, you know, our Switch and the 3DS are like our long-term platforms, and we make these for like the nostalgic fans. Like, no, everybody wants one of these. Enough people want that. It's not a niche thing anymore. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's the same exact thing that you know everybody else figured out. Like, yeah, late 80s, 90s kids are like 30 now, and they have money. You know, right? Like enough to like buy a 80 dollars Super Nintendo Classic. So are you are you good with 80 dollars? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So I paid. More of course, the, uh, you know the, the whole thing is well, you get the so you get the same controller, which is nice, mm-hmm. but there's only 21 games, and I'm like, yeah. Compare the the amount of substance of these 21 SNES games to the 30 NES games. Right. Come on. I mean, some really of the, some of them are full on like JRPGs and stuff. There's like four. Yeah. The the list is actually like fantastic. If you're gonna have 21 games, like it's this a great is the list. list. The only like. Kind of big exception is Chrono Trigger, um, you know. That's but you know what I said? Get that, get the DS remake. That yeah. was a really good remake. Yeah, I mean, there, you can say. I mean, there's, that's kind of the argument with a lot of games. Well, like, sure. They're available elsewhere, but what have you. I mean, there's always going to be things missing. But, but I mean, one, there's one that's not available elsewhere, right? And the Star Fox Two on there is super cool. That, that that's such that's, a neat. That's such thing. a mind blowing. I, I I really want to know now. We know the game was like essentially done. Yeah. I wonder if they did anything to finish it, or if they just took that. The guy who the program said it was pretty much. He done. said ninety five percent. No, he said the one that was like in the ROM was a ninety five percent, but they that like got out, oh. but that they did like finish it. They even did QA on it and oh, stuff. Oh wow! So like the yeah, so it's like so rad. This is like the game. It's so rad. That's like I, so cool. I, I kind of like how you have to beat the first level of Star Fox yeah. to unlock it. Right. It's like just like a fun thing. Yeah. Because it's not like. You'll do that in two minutes. It's not like, oh no. Even they... Star Fox 1 has not been like as available on Virtual Console as some of the other games because they have a harder time emulating that, that, the that chip. The chip. So we'll kind of, we'll have that one uh, now too. But I mean, yeah, the list is, I mean, you have like the ones that like you like need to be on there. Mario World, uh, Link to the Past, Super Metroid. But they, like, there's like some like that wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily like know if they would put in there. Like uh, Kirby's Dream Course. Yeah, fantastic. That's great. You get Kirby Superstar, like the best Kirby game. We should we should know that, that we predicted thirty games for this, and we did, we went with thirty. The only ones we didn't predict were Star Fox, because who could have guessed that, and uh, Super Ghosts and Ghouls. It, that was kind of just a miss site. We should or we probably should, might have been able. To yeah, see I always forget that. Castlevania is... Four is the more important one, and I'm right. glad we're getting that. But I mean, you get Earthbound, you get Mario RPG, um, Secret of Mana, Final Fantasy Three. Mm-hmm. And again, like to your point too, you're saying like these are available, but yeah, would you rather play the Final Fantasy VI mobile port or the original yeah. Final Fantasy? I mean, the best would be the PlayStation that is, version. But, no, 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 the or, uh, or the Game, Game Boy, Boy version. Advance. I'm sorry. That is kind of my thing. Is like I like that version so much, kind of better than the old one, just because the translation's a bit better and it fixed some of the buzz and stuff. Like uh, the evasion stat. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like the one stat that just doesn't work or whatever. It was some of the stat. It was something like evasion. Just doesn't it actually doesn't work in Final Fantasy three. It, it is also weird, it's like the first time they've actually caught it Final Fantasy three in a while. Just yeah, well, they, just because they kinda have to be the true. Throwback. Yeah, I mean that's what the title screen's gonna say. Right. So that's <laughs> kinda yeah, isn't that kinda weird? 
Would you have minded if they call it six? In a way, I like that it's three just for no, this. No, I, I, I think for what this product is, and they're 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 hammering pretty hard in the marketing, like the 90s call, they want their controller back, like yeah. shit like that. Like, yeah, it needs to be like that kind of in that place and time package. Right. But, and then like the third party game selection is pretty. Mega pretty, Man X. You got Mega Man X. Mega Man, Man X. X. You got Super Castlevania uh, 4. Contra. Uh, Con- yeah, Contra 3. Uh, Alien Wars is great. So yeah, you kind of you have a lot of the uh, the big ones there. Not like ain't not even too crazy. Act Razor might have been nice. I mean, shit, this would be fun just to even play Street Fighter on this. Yeah, you got yeah, you got Street. Uh, that's the thing. It has the multiplayer support. It comes with two controllers. So you can play Street Fighter too. You can play Mario mm-hmm. Kart. Um, you know, stuff like that, just like right away. That's so cool. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, wait. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's phenomenal. I can't wait to get one. Whether it's a my only hang up if I get if I end up getting that European one. Is it going to be the PAL versions of the game, or are they going to, like, the, remember, like, the timing's yeah, different? I don't know. Oh, You're not going to get a European one. You're going to be able to get an American so. one. If you, if you try hard enough, I hope you will. Well, I, I mean, I, as soon as they take pre-orders, like, like Amazon, Best Buy, and Walmart have, like, placeholder pages out there. It's yeah. not doing anything yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, give it to me. So you've been playing anything else? I'm back in Final Fantasy XIV, oh, baby! Right. Oh, my God. Why did I stop? I know why, because I was playing World of Warcraft, and I had kids. It's so good. You might it have is for- great. You might have forgotten how good it is. I know, I do. It's so good. And people love this new expansion. It's so Like, what are you able to do with the new expansion? Because you're, you're not really in the new ta- area. I didn't even buy the new expansion. Oh. I, like, I mean, until I get to level 50, there's no reason. But the nice thing is, buying the new expansion gets you the other one included, which I never bought. Heaven's so and people like that. My, my, my patience has paid That's off. That's kind of the thing. It's like, I'm mostly hyped because everyone likes the expansion, but I know, like, I wouldn't actually get to that for, like, a couple months if I right. Well, playing. I'm level 36, 50 is the cap. Yeah. And that's when you can start, like, even, like, the new jobs, I believe they start at 50, the Red Mage. The I would like to be Red Mage. Yeah, Red Mage is supposed to be really fun. Um, but, so, you know, along with the expansion came Patch 4.0. The big thing was was uh, kind of like what World of Warcraft does. A lot of the jobs got completely revamped. So I don't know when this change happened exactly, but remember the, the conventional thing before was when you're leveling or just kind of by yourself, you want to be your class. Yeah. But then you, you activate your job for the for dungeoning because like it, the way it shifted your stats around. Yeah. They got rid of that. Once you're level 30, just turn on your job. That's nice. That's fine. You no longer have to like... Be level thirty in your main class, but like level fifteen in a complementary class. It's just be level thirty. The new jobs don't even have prerequisite classes. Like it's just red mage. Dude, okay, cool. Yeah, you just you're just a red mage. Um, Although that was one where it's like it would have been like yeah, be this much of a black mage, this one of a white mage. <laughs> exactly, where it would have made sense. Yeah. Um, so like that's that's fun. Like like I'm actually just a warrior now, which is great because that's like a very yeah. Final Fantasy. Yeah, thing I, like to if do. I started up, I'd be a black mage. Damn it, I wanted. Yeah, that's right. Do it. Do it. Um, so it's funny. Where I left off playing, in the main story quest progression, I had to fight Titan. And uh, Those fights are great. The pro- I need to stop doing this myself. I always like talk myself out of not doing that content. It's like, well, this could take like an hour or more. Yeah. And I don't know if I have that much time. You never told me the Titan fight takes ten minutes. Oh, it's yeah. a fun fight, but it's not like long. No, well, it's, it's not a dungeon. Yeah, you just literally fight. I didn't. And they I play that like great song. It is a great song. Oh god! So like, I watched a quick YouTube video because I was like, "How do I tank again?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is actually a fairly simple fight. Right. It's fun, but it's not hard." I loved. It. I just, which I kind of liked about. I just remember it. how much I loved my uh my like magic rotation as the thermostat. So, so that's the thing that like, 
with this with the skill revamp, a lot of kind of again very similar to World of Warcraft. A lot of redundant skills were deleted. A lot yeah. of skills were tweaked um, because they had two expansions worth of new skills, and it was like, okay, we need to streamline this. So, as a warrior, there's a few things I lost. I'm kind of bummed about. Um, I lost like my my dot, my damage over time ability. That's gone. So that's kind of a bummer. Um, but I remember they had that whole system where if you had your secondary classes leveled enough, you could like equip some of them. So like I did white mage enough just so I had cure and protect on my warrior. Yeah, that's gone. Now they just have this idea of there's a skill tree of of role abilities. Uh, okay. So there's the three tanking classes: warrior, dark knight, and paladin, and they share a page of skills. You can only... It, it works the same, though. You, there's, like, five slots. You unlock more slots as you level up. And then you choose which of these skills you want to be active. So there's, like... One is a damage mitigation. Another one's a taunt. Is Dark Mage added in Heaven's Award? Yes. Yes, that's, that's one of the like, newer ones. Apparently, ta Paladin is, like, the win button in this game. Yeah. Everyone's saying... I sent you a flowchart. You read it. Uh, no. It's a funny flowchart. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it all makes sense. Like, it took me a little bit... Like, it was kind of good because I would have forgotten everything anyway. It's been two years since I played this. So, relearning yes, that, that it... That is my big concern. It's like, I've been gone. I don't know where I was in the story. Like, I don't within know. half an hour, I was I like, guess. okay, I got it. I know where I am in the story. I've got my rotation back. I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Man. It's, it, and, and, and running it on a GTX yeah. 1080 and 1440p. God, it I'm looks dead. so good. It looks so good. Mike, oh, do it. Maybe it's only it thirteen good. a month. You only need that one character slot. Yeah, I do actually. That's oh, true. it's so good. I'm having so much fun. It's great. Uh, we were both in a giant bomb community free company. They didn't kick me out. I'm still in there, so I'm getting right. like XP bonuses. And it all, it's always a very nice, oh, friendly yeah. community. I'm logged in. I'm like, hey everyone, I haven't been here in two years. I'm back. They're like, hey, welcome back. I'm like, oh, you're all so nice. <laughs> Yeah, right. Anyway, Discord. Yeah, that's. I love it. I love modern gaming. I was like, oh, I bet they have a Discord. Yeah. So I go to like the free yeah, company message of the day, and it's like, here's our Discord link. Remember, we were in Ventrilo. God, paying five bucks a month. For how did it take? How did it take longer? How did it take so long for like the Ventrilo replacement to happen? I don't know. I really, how, I don't, how are we okay with Ventrilo? Was it, for was so it, long? Was it Glixel did a pretty good interview with the guy who founded Discord. You should read it. It was, yeah. it was, it was very nice. Other cup that that uh, documentary about that's working came out. Yes, like so that, how it kind of fixed itself. That, that was uh, Daniel Dwyer's no clip series that he started. I really want to see. Oh, it. it's good. It's like two hours long. I really need very it. Very frank interviews with uh, shoot. What's the the name Yoshida? of the director? Yoshida. Yes. Yeah. Um, he like was like very frank and talked like openly about how he came on and what the problems were and how they. Yeah, you know, they basically made an MMO in two years. Yeah. Like, they had some art assets done, which was helpful, but they talked a lot about that. Even, like, the CEO of Square Enix was in there talking. Yeah. And it, it's it's interesting, especially for a Japanese company, to be like, yeah, we screwed up. Yeah, Here's how like, we screwed up. I mean, yeah, it, but, I mean, it is still, like, it's incredible that they were able to turn that into a positive. It is, it, it, it is the greatest success story in the history of Come back anyways, It's yeah. so good. Because, yeah, because, like, Falcon 14 was a joke. It was, like, it, huh. it, was, it was awful. And now it's, like, well, it might be the best MMO. It's pretty good. I mean, it, it is the one that's, like, after World of Warcraft that people seem to talk about the most. Well, sure, and, and having played, like, most recently, mostly WoW is my MMO du jour, it's interesting because the combat, it's slower-paced, but and I don't mean that like it's slogging or anything. It's just like you're doing less skills more, per minute. Yeah, and it's more deliberate and it yeah, lets and you I actually. Like it gives you time to react and and yeah. like like I can actually concentrate and like okay, I'm in a cooldown. Let's activate this buff. 
Yeah. Because they don't affect your global cooldown. Like, so I'm actually using that shit more yeah. than I would otherwise. They're not part of a rotation per se. They're more just like, oh, this is a good time to do this. Yeah. So talking about games that had kind of big comebacks, I've been, I'm playing a Necromancer on Diablo 3. You uh, weren't too favorable in your write-up. Well, the, that's not necessarily true. I like the Necromancer. I, right. It's actually a really fun class. I just don't know if I need to be playing Diablo 3 in 2017. Yeah, I understand it. Um, You know, it's just... It's kind of a. It kind of feels like an old game. It feels like I feel like that game is older than it actually is. I wonder. Like if I told you, what do you think is older, Skyrim or Diablo Three? Diablo Three. It's not though. It's not. Skyrim no. is older. No. Diablo Three came out two thousand and twelve. No, it came out two thousand eleven. No. Yes, it did. I looked this up already. I, I know. Skyrim this came out two thousand eleven. That's not Diablo Three. Dude, I thought it came out two thousand twelve or eleven. I mean. Looking it up, I'm looking it oh, up. Oh, I could swear. 2012? Really? Diablo 3 is newer than Skyrim. And I, I don't know. There's something about that game. And part of it because, like, like they've done so much to fix that game. But mm-hmm. just there's there's just some inherent problems with it still. Uh, mostly the campaign kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, it's not very good. It's not very well written. Uh, and I thank God for adventure mode. Because, like, first I was like, all right, let's do the Necromancer. Act 1, here we go. I was like, oh my god, I can't play through this again. You're just like <laughs> skipping everything. Like, what, don't you want to hear all those cool voice lines? No, nah, like, they're fine, but it's like, you know what, I don't I don't need to do this again. So you just go to adventure mode, but that has its own problem, because then it really does feel like, well, what's the point of this? I'm literally just swinging or like, killing things constantly over and over again. It's fun. It's kind of fun, but it's very mindless. And I know Diablo's kind of mindless so fun. So you've never, you've never done the whole season thing? No, and I guess for, if you're like... One of those people who's like plays like the seasons and tries to get the leaderboards. And you do hardcore mode and like cool. It's like you know, mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, I, I, I wonder is if it's going to attract people to that mode. Or is this going to make the people do that happen? It, it does make me wonder if you would have almost enjoyed it more if it was the console version in a way. Well, I, I kind of well Diablo three I do like more as a, in the as a console version. Isn't that funny? <laughs> well, it's because the game's combat is kind of so. Uh, well, it's actiony. It's very actiony. Like, resources, like, basically refill themselves all the time. You don't have... There's not that much health management. It's it's way more arcade than Diablo 2 mm. was. And that works better on a console. But, like, when I'm playing by myself, I kind of wish it was more Diablo 2. I wish there was something like a skill tree to make leveling up more interesting than just, all right, I leveled up, what, what did I get? Here's what I got, all right, do I use it or not? Mm-hmm. Um, wish there was some kind of more customization and, and things like that. I just think that, and, you know, it's like if... You, I like expansions, and I think that's worked for Diablo, and it's been three years since the last expansion, so it's kind of weird after all that time to only release a character. Like, I get why it makes sense to release, like, characters by themselves for Diablo, but if you want to do that, you kind of have to, like, do it. Yeah, like, are we going to get another one in six months? Right, and I think maybe... Like, it was, like, a year since this was announced. It was BlizzCon. Yeah. So I, I think you kind of need to make... Like, bite the bullet, make a Diablo 4 where you kind of plan for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit more where you can do, like, the smaller drops. Like, here's an act here. Here's a new character well, that, here. That's essentially Marvel Heroes. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what Path of Exile does. That's what a lot of these things do now, because it kind of just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my point, is that they're trying to, like, put this, make this stuff work with Diablo 3 again that was never designed for it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how well it works. Right. Like, the Nevermans himself. Super fun. Corpse explosion, that's great. That is just fantastic. Blowing all the corpses up and stuff. I think it's the most interesting caster class I've played in that game, but I don't know if it's enough. It's too bad. So, alright, I think that'll do it. Yeah. Alright, thanks for listening to the Exploding Barrel Podcast, everybody. You can find more of us at evpodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Be sure to go to the uh, Apple Podcast thingy. Yes. Okay. That was advice. That was good. <laughs>
That'll do, Kate. <laughs> and uh, Google Play? Yeah, we'll see you next week right here on the Explain Bro Podcast. And he knows we're done. Yeah. <laughs>